It's time to light your brain and heart on fire. Okay, Google, let's get it. You're listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Hey, hey, what do you say? It is Thomas J. Lyon. Welcome to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Glad you're here. Hope you're having a fantastic day so far. Um, Regardless of what you're doing, we hope that it is a good day for you. So today, um, we're going to talk about something interesting. We're going to talk about uh, what it takes and pricing, but not in the way that you think. Um, So being entrepreneurs, we all have a, a certain level of motivation, right? You hear a lot of the gurus online, hustle this and hustle that and, uh, you know, or the opposite of that you hear, oh, you know, get yourself on a, on a two day, two hour a day work week, you know, automate everything. All right, cool. You know, so both of those things are, um, viable options depending on your skill level. But the problem is there's a lot of entrepreneur. Well, all of us have a varying degree of a lot of variables. I know that doesn't make sense, but listen. So education is a variable, right? You've got some very, very successful entrepreneurs with very minimal education. Um, You've also got some very shitty entrepreneurs, excuse the language, um, that are like doctors and PhDs. So you've got education as a variable, and then you've got experience, you know, that runs all the way from zero to a thousand percent people that have no experience and a ton of experience and and all these different variables that play a role in uh, the decision making and thought process of creating and operating a business, right? So if we know that, and and we know that there's all these variables, how can we apply one specific, uh, let's call them recipes, right? One specific recipe to to everybody. One size does not fit all. Um, You know, that's something that we talk about in our uh, digital marketing uh, business. You know, when when a client comes to us and says they want to do ABC, cool, but why? And does that fit for you? You know, it doesn't, um, it doesn't make sense to spend you know, I'm making big up num- big numbers up here, but it doesn't make sense to spend a million gazillion dollars on Facebook ads if when people click your ads, your website is garbage, right? So what's good for the goose is not necessarily good for uh, the duck. You were expecting me to say gander there, weren't you? No, because ganders are many geese, so they would all be the same. But that being said, so hustle, you know, spending, you know, 25 hours a day working, Um, might not be the best solution for you, nor is having a short work week necessarily, you know, only putting three or four hours into your, uh, into your business. If you're an entrepreneur or you're looking to be an entrepreneur, you probably understand that nothing happens overnight. We would love it to happen overnight. And there are the occasional success stories of overnight success. We launched a uh, I don't know, we launched an e-commerce brand and, and, and boom, it took off, you know, within 24 hours of opening. Can that happen? Sure. Absolutely. It can. Is it the norm? No, it isn't. And I think most of us know that. So let's look at that then. So what, what does it take? When I was in high school, 
there was a competition for a scholarship. I ended up winning. I didn't think I would win because I was kind of an underdog. But it was a scholarship based not on grades and not on um, typical uh, scholarship stuff. I was, I mean, I was a, a B, C student. I was an A++ in business and computers. But when it comes to things like math, no, no good. In fact, I, uh, I remember failing a math course and I had to do summer school for one of the courses. And even after I did that, I just barely passed. I was never good at math. And I think part of the reason for that is I was bored. I didn't, uh, I didn't appreciate math for what it was. It wasn't that it came easy necessarily, but I was one of those kids who was like, why, when am I ever going to use this? Right. We have, we have computers, you know, we have calculators. So why do I need to know how to calculate the sine and cosine of an isosceles triangle on a, I don't know, I can't even use the correct nomenclature to uh, talk about how horrible I was with math. But so the scholarship was not based on grades. Um, it was based on a couple of things. Number one, and this was the top thing, um, Actually, let me hold that to the end because it's kind of related to what we're talking about. But one of the other things that the scholarship was based on was extracurricular activities, which I loved and did many of. Um, if, it, if it was a chance to get out of regular classes and participate in something either school-sponsored or externally from the school even, um, I did it. It's a youth court judge, which is somewhat ironic given the fact that I got in trouble later in life participated in a uh, program called the New York State Governor's Youth Leadership Congress. There's a big, long title for you. Um, make a long story short, a bunch of kids from all the counties in our state uh, that were responsible for helping shape legislation and facilitating uh, conversations about youth issues. I was even in the, in the eighth grade, I was even the president of the Wyoming Central School Stamp Club. That's right. We were we were the coolest coolest kids around. We started this little um, this little postal service inside the school. Talk about making a business out of notes. Remember those little notes you used to write to your boyfriend and girlfriend? Do you like me? Check one, yes or no. Or you know, uh, hey Sally, I like your boobs or whatever. Right. Well, we turned myself and a few friends uh, that s several of whom I'm still in touch with created a business out of that. You could actually deposit your little love notes in boxes in your classroom and we would come and collect them just like postal carriers and we would bring them to a central location and sort them and then re-deliver them to uh, the appropriate class. <laughs> Anyhow, so... Uh, extracurricular activities. The other thing that this scholarship was based on was uh, jobs. And I always worked. I either worked or had my own business uh, while I was in high school. In my junior and senior years in high school, I had a business of my own. Uh, it was a DBA, for those of you keeping track. And we would go and repair people's computers. These were the days when desktops were all the rage and people were ordering brand new computers and not understanding how to set them up. Uh, we would gladly set up the computer. Uh, we'd gladly sell you the computer and set it up for you and repair it. We'd, I, I would charge people a, a pretty reasonable fee to show up to their house 
and uh, fix their computers. But anyway, all that being said, the third and most important thing that this scholarship was based on was the committee's, the selection committee's ability to determine whether or not you had, quote, what it takes to succeed, unquote. How did they do that? All of us, all the finalists for the for the program, were required to create a portfolio and a presentation, not only about our lives, um, past and projected future, including goals, but also what we would do if we won. So I did what I did and created my, my presentation and presented it along with my portfolio. And the thing about this is you don't get to see the other people's presentations. It's a, it's a one-on-one sort of event. So you have no idea how everyone else did. You don't know whether they were better than you, worse than you. You, you just don't know. You know, you can kind of, you can kind of gauge based on the character and, and, and um, your previous knowledge of your other competitors. Um, it was just hard to know if you won. So then they put you all into the auditorium and they're announcing the finalists. Yeah, okay, I know I'm a finalist, cool. And then they give a whole bunch of other speeches and then they finally announce like you're winning an Academy Award, um, you know, all the accolades of the person and then they finally announce your name. And that was a big moment for me because that meant to me that people that mattered in the community believed for whatever reason that I had what it takes to be successful. How does that relate to today's conversation? It relates because being an entrepreneur is not easy. It's not hard, but it's not easy. Starting a business has challenges. It has risks. You are switching or adding to your life the comfort and uh, consistency and protection of a weekly paycheck or a monthly paycheck of a salary of benefits of having all these things kind of uh, as a safety net, right? Yes, you can get fired if you do something wrong. Got it. Cool. Understood. But for the most part, you're pretty safe. With a new business, there's a chance that it will never, ever be successful. I don't know what the statistic is. I think 80, uh, I read somewhere uh, that 87% of all statistics are made up. I hope you like that. But there is a statistic out there somewhere that says that a majority of new businesses fail within a certain amount of time. I don't know if it's three months, six months, a year, whatever. Go Google that. But the fact is um, it takes a lot to be successful as a new business owner, as an entrepreneur. And then even once you get going in order to keep it going. So that being said, if you're not an entrepreneur, but just happen to be listening to this, please go support your small local businesses, you know, support the big ones too, because you don't want them to go away. And in order for them to stick around, they have to be viable. But that doesn't mean you can't support your local businesses uh, when and if uh, able. So being an entrepreneur is, is, it's a big deal. You have to have what it takes and you have to be willing to fail. Um, failure is good in a way. It hurts at the moment. It's frustrating. It's scary. Oh no, I just dumped a whole bunch of resources into this concept uh, and it's not doing anything. And, and just like with the stock market, you have a choice. You can either hold on to it and uh, keep pushing and hope maybe make a couple of changes if necessary. Or you can do what I've done on many an occasion. Um, I, I have SOS, which uh, is affectionately referred to as shiny object syndrome, 
if uh, something comes along and I think it's better. Uh, oh, shiny. Let me try that instead. Um, but that diverts my attention. So having what it takes to be an entrepreneur is very, very key. Do you have what it takes? Do you feel like you do? You know, if, if there's something that you're waiting on um, to get started, what, what are you waiting on? That's the one other thing that I would say. Just start. Just start. You know, but it will take time. It will take commitment. It will take energy. It will take money. Um, but the, in the long run, it's going to pay off. I mentioned in the title of this uh, specific episode, we're going to talk about price, but not in the way that you thought. Um, so a very good mentor of mine um, has a, an interesting concept. And I'm paraphrasing here, but it goes something like this. Pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. I'm going to say that again. Pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. It's a pretty nice uh, way to look at things, right? So what does that mean? Put in the time, effort, energy. Even though it may seem like it's, it's going nowhere, put it in. Do the work. You know, maybe that means hustling for 25 hours a day. Or maybe that means doing a couple of short sprints for two days a week. You know, if you have other obligations, a regular full-time job. Um, but in any event, it's important to remember that these things take work. Uh, if it was super, super easy and you could just click a couple buttons and set up a website, you know, automatically and, you know, boom, people start buying your stuff and it's very, very successful. If that were the case, everybody would do it. Uh, and in these, uh, in these days, uh, for what it's worth, we're recording this at the end of February in the year 2021. Uh, in these days, in these middle of COVID days, it actually seems like everyone is trying. Um, I know that our marketing side um, has seen a great influx of people, both people trying to start new businesses and people who have had businesses for quite some time that uh, never thought about being digital before. And all of a sudden they need, um, they need to be online yesterday, you know, restaurants that have never sold online before they need to be able to sell online immediately, which is cool. We can help with that. Um, Speaking of which, real quick, uh, here, here's the offer. Um, if you are a small business person or an entrepreneur who needs some help with marketing, uh, we would love to talk to you for free and, and see if we can earn your business. We do websites and social media ads and all things like that. If that's something you're interested in, go to lionglobal.com. That's L-Y-O-N global.com. There's a little button you can click there to schedule a free consultation. We'll talk to you, take a look at what you got going on now and uh, make some recommendations for you to move forward. Whether you decide to do it on your own or with somebody else or with us, um, we'll do that for you for free. That's lionglobal.com. Anyhow, um, pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. I think that most entrepreneurs, small business owners, don't necessarily want to be, you know, super, super rich, flying around in their own private jet and driving one of their eight Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis and all this other hogwash, 
who am I? I said, I use the word hogwash. Am I a 1950s? Uh, anyhow, um, I think most of us just want to be able to feel secure and to be able to do the things that we want to do, get to a point where our businesses run themselves without a super ton of input on our part uh, and be able to spend time with our families and friends and travel and, and, and really pay attention to the things that matter in life. You know, earning a salary is great. Earning a, an hourly paycheck is great. And it's funny, I hear people get super excited when they get like a 50 cent raise. Cool. You, you know, but if you're if you're someone who's capable and you're somebody who has what it takes and you're somebody who is willing to pay the price today so that you can pay any price tomorrow, then maybe being an entrepreneur is uh, the best thing for you. Maybe. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you uh, spending a few uh, minutes of your day. We try to keep, we're going to try to keep them to uh, short little episodes like this. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you have a specific question you'd like us to address in any one of our um, episodes, feel free to send uh, your question to asktjl at thomasjlyon.com. That's Thomas, the letter J, and then lion, L-Y-O-N. Dot com. Ask TJL at thomasjlion.com. Hope you have a good day. Enjoy the rest of uh, your day or evening or wherever you are. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the Thomas J. Lyon podcast. Want some more? Ready to take the first step? Check out thomasjlion.com. We'll see you next time.